Hi, my name is Farron, and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. Hey, what's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. This week, I want to talk to you a little bit about about feelings. And I don't mean emotions. I mean how we feel about, let's say, a vacation or keeping the peace. Have you ever noticed how after a particular, after a while, a particular feeling just kind of dissipates? I mean, this can be totally positive, right? Anger, frustration, things like that. But the whole feeling good part of it, you know, keeping the peace within. You know, if you're one of those people that gets to go on vacation, there's always this teary-eyed goodbye. And and a few days after being home, that feeling of being at vacation or on vacation wherever you were is long lost. It's like long lost way back in vacation land. And it's been like two days. And I just want to know, what's the deal with that? Why, why is that happening? Why can't we take that feeling with us? That feeling of, you know, vacation. I don't, there's, a little, there's a lot of different ways that you could talk about what that feeling is. Um, it really depends on what your life is like and all that, but most people equate it with a sense of inner peace or perhaps something they can't quite grasp or attain on a regular basis. So we end up going to places where it makes us feel a particular way. We, we get it attuned to what that feels like. And, and then when we leave, it leaves too. That's what I'm talking about. So I want to know why. Why is it so hard to take that feeling with us? One of the things that comes up is the dislike of the life we've been given. Now, here's the thing. Extreme circumstances require special attention. That's not what I'm talking about. Outside of that, dislike of our life, what we've been given to do for our life. There's often a lot of dislike. There's a lot of... um, I'll use the word victimology placed there, although I don't really think that people, you know, walk right into being a victim. It's the way that often people are raised and it's not realized. It's just not realized how things have come to to play, to, to work out the way that they have. So that makes things really, it makes it really hard. It feels as though there's this unattainable peace. There's this unattainable good feeling that should be with us at any time during any circumstance. And this is just not true. This is just not true. Not liking our life is something that we have to take into consideration. It's a big hook for a lot of people. 
and they don't necessarily realize it until they're really in the throes of, oh my gosh, what is happening around here? Do you know what I'm saying? And hopefully, um, hopefully you don't get to that point, whoever you are listening to this. So why can't we take the peace with us, package it up, bring it along, right? Another thing that comes up is the workaround deciding that this is possible and telling ourselves that. This is a daily act for most of the people that I talk to, which have a lot of abilities around living from their true heart space. So taking the peace with us, right? It can't be packaged. It's not something that someone else can, can give us. It's something that we have to give ourselves. And the people that I have met that I speak to about this are very successful in supplying that peace for themselves. Now, this doesn't mean that challenging things don't happen to them. This doesn't mean that they don't have trouble sometimes, right? Everyone has stuff that happens to them in their lives. The, the idea that anybody is outside of that is part of the problem in the spiritual community. Nobody is outside of that realm. And if they're acting like they are, the chances are pretty high that, um, that you've joined a cult. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I mean, I don't mean that, but I kind of mean that. And th there's just nobody that is outside of, of any part of being a human. They, it's just not, it's just not possible. So... All of the people that I've met and I've spoken to that work from their true heart center, from their space, from their true gifts, every single one of them, every single day gives them, gives themselves um, kind of a morning talking to, you know, like a pep, not really a pep talk. Um, some people call it a declaration. Some people call it an intention. There is always something that happens that most other people don't do. And it's not meditation. It's this other thing. So we have to think about it in this way. These people that you see that carry this special gift that you feel is unattainable, they have a lot of discipline. They've given themselves this gift and they have repeatedly done so. In order to have discipline, we have to have commitment. And in order to commit, we must do it in a disciplined way. These two things go hand in hand. And I don't mean rigid in your commitments, because that wouldn't give room for evolution, for space, for, for your personal growth. Practices change and evolve just like we all do but they change and evolve based on what we've done for ourselves. Not because someone decided that you're ready to do something. Another thing that's really important with this, um, having discipline, right, and commitment, is you have to be very simple about it. If you are trying to become disciplined and you are adding on a ton of different things, it is going to split your commitment space. 
it will be very hard to really understand how you can as a person be disciplined if you're trying to discipline yourself over a bazillion things at one time. Simplify your actions. Now I don't mean change your life around. I mean choose what you're being disciplined about. Maybe it's not your personal practice. Maybe it is declaring that you're safe and that you love yourself in the morning before you even get out of bed. I mean, I've done, I did a, one of my earliest podcasts, I think, pretty early, is about setting a daily intention. In fact, it could be the very first one. You might want to scroll back to that and see how I set it up for that. One thing to watch out for is there's a lot of stuff about the peace within out there. And it's all very beautiful, but unfortunately it's ineffective. And there's a really important reason why. It's because the potential has been placed on the other, something outside of us, something outside of the body that we have been given. When all we really have to do is take care of this body Everyone knows that a peaceful state is wanted and warranted, but can't quite make it there. But why? What is this teaching us besides that there's nowhere to get to? It's teaching us that we've been separated and that it's time to come back to the body and come back to nature in our spiritual and our consciousness development. It's really important that we start to put our body first over what we think our practices are. What we've been working with is a reduction in personal power. A seeker taught to seek. We're um, taught to seek something that doesn't even exist the looking for an imaginary state of permanence is a byproduct of pattern and addiction to comparison we've been given a lot of patterns to work with these are things that have helped us but at this point in our development it has split the understanding between what we do in our life and how we act in our life. And it's time to bring those back together. It's really important that we take care of our body and we find our why. As my friend Keone would say, we are a glorious outpouring of potential and we decide, we decide. Someone somewhere took that out of the instructions. It's not in every yoga book. It's not in every spiritual teaching. It's the thing that's missing. We decide. Okay, so so how then? How? Well, intentions. And I don't mean intentions around what things we want to acquire in our life. If you go back to the podcast that I did on it, it is about how we want to act and be in our life, not things that we want, 
not even things that we want to do, unless it's to be nicer, to be better, to be more loving. And not better as in we're coming from a poor place, a bad place. We are the power of the cosmos. We're not coming from a bad place. Our perception needs to switch. So what can we do? Every day, tell yourself. Every day, tell yourself. Daily intentions. If not one time a day, multiple times a day before interactions are helpful. Another thing it is necessary is notice what you nourish. What are you paying most attention to? Are the things you are paying attention to actually nourishing you? Or are they adding to this split? The split that's keeping you from where you're going, even though you don't have to go anywhere to do this. But if you're going to think about blockages and things that are in your way, you're going to have to open a door at some point and go through that in order to shift perspective. An important thing is to give yourself room to change in ways that you don't decide ahead of time. These are the best ones, guys, gals, people, everyone out there. The things we don't choose ahead of time are the ones that have the most oomph, the most nectar, the most power. Allow for time to integrate, but don't allow time to rule. This is a very special dance. Oftentimes for the energy sensitive, you could feel overrun. The chances are pretty high that you just need to drink some water and do some breathing exercises and take a walk, maybe go to the beach, something like that. Try not to decide that you've been overrun or that you're sponging or anything like that. The chances are pretty high that perspective just needs a little bit of a shift. When in doubt, do your practices, but also allow them to evolve. Avoid having practices or personal ritual that is very rigid. If you don't have practices or personal ritual, personal ritual, that's okay. You don't have to. The things that I'm talking about can be something as simple as saying hello and smiling. You know, you don't have to have anything that looks like a spiritual practice to be someone that is developing in consciousness. Say hi to your neighbors, you know, stuff like that. Be simple about it. So next time you're wondering why you don't feel like you did the previous day, take a moment and thank yourself for remembering what a beautiful day that was. And you just might feel like that again. Avoid looking for something that is going to hang out all the time as far as the way you feel in your body or in your mind, how, or how you think you feel. There's always going to be a wave and shift, expansion, 
there's no fixed there's nothing that's fixed so take some time to understand that a little bit and figure out where your you know your true resting point is inside that that heart space you know how you feel when you know something is just so right for you whether it's a song or a poem or artwork or the ocean there is a connection for you in your body how that feels at any time the trick is accessing it and having practice and accessing it and this is why physical practices practices and meditation are so helpful not required though you can find this in everyday occurrences washing the dishes sweeping the floors walking to the post office you don't need to have these other actions however anything symbolic is going to usher us forward doing the symbolic action is a way to gain some space when you need it I mean don't use it as an excuse or anything but that's one of the nuances that I think is missing you don't have to wait for the full moon if you want to have a special ceremony for yourself have it whenever you want it's time that we all decide how we can have our highest potential come out it's not easy or anything even hearing myself say that I feel you know wow did I just say that <laughs> all right all right so thank you so much for getting to the end for listening and I want to hear your questions so if you have them email me hungry for apples podcast at gmail.com you can also visit me on Instagram have a great day bye all right that's our show for this week thanks for listening all the way through if you enjoyed the podcast please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash fern and feel free to reach out to me on instagram f-a-e-r-n or if you have any questions check out my website fern.me you can contact me there you can see my class schedule and upcoming events again you've been listening to hungry for apples with your host fern i'm just feeling it out Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.